0: On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, basketball is back and more bountiful than ever. Let's talk about it. You
1: are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is. Wednesday, January twenty seventh, the year is twenty twenty one. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my really, really unhappy with uh, the Big Ten co-host, Matt Sheehan.
1: Uh, we'll talk about it, Will. Yeah, I. I don't think I'd be. I, I didn't think I could be this dejected on a podcast like that. Didn't come after a game. Uh, <laughs> well, th- th- this news that flashed across the old Twitter timeline at around eight uh, thirty tonight. I took zero liking to that.
0: Yeah. Um, Michigan State uh, got a game added back to the schedule and...
1: Oh my God, no. Mm, no, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait.
0: <laughs> and we'll talk about it. Uh, as well as some more clarity on the COVID situation. We've got another name. A couple people going to be out against Rutgers. And then some people appear to be perhaps making their way back to the lineup for that game if all goes according to plan. And then later in the show, I want to talk about a loss for Michigan State football. That's actually a good thing. There we go. So that'll be nice.
1: Yeah, we got that going for us at least. Which that's is Pretty
0: nice. cool. So that's the plan for today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Oh, hang with me, Will. Come on now.
0: I have no idea what just happened there. A yawn hit <laughs> me. It's, it's 9 o'clock. I finally, for the first time in a long time, got to sleep. Like a good night's sleep.
1: Eh, good for you, man. Yeah. So
0: even when I've been able to like sleep in, the wife takes the, the baby in the morning when she's off work. Sure. Um, on her days, I just have slept like crap. And this was like the first time in so long where it was her day to get up early. Mm-hmm. I got to sleep in.
1: Heck yeah, and I got a good night's sleep. And look at you, man. Yeah, and you.
0: now I'm t- now I'm yawning in the middle of a podcast,
1: like the like the seasoned veteran that you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I need I need your therapy couch open right now. No. Um. Just really quick before uh, we go any further. Did I do
0: Reminder to rate, review, subscribe? Did I say that? I can't even remember.
1: You could could have. I don't know. I'm just so in my own zone right now. I'm just being upset about the new schedule changes (laughs) that I'm kind of blacking out right now. subscribe to the
0: podcast. There Um, we go. Yeah. We do this every single day. Five days a week, part of the Lockdown Mm -hmm. Podcast Network, your team. Every single day. I've also uh, Com got something up there for the first time in like five days because there hasn't been basketball. Got a couple of football things up there, but Rutgers preview up there, spartanswill.substack.com. And looks like I'll be having some more things to uh, preview coming up here soon, Matt. What do you want to start with, COVID or Iowa?
1: No, we got to start with the the rescheduled games. Um, For those that missed out on this news, um, MSU was supposed to play... Nebraska what next Wednesday the order of the games is going to be at yep. Rutgers at Ohio State and then home against Nebraska well and then
0: home against Penn State because home against Penn State game. it was,
1: it was gonna be great it was like an yeah. awesome stretch of games but lo and behold will um, this didn't even pop in my head when thinking about rescheduling things is that they they can just push around other games yeah. too uh, if they want to and that's what happened uh, Iowa. Is back. going to be taking place uh, in Iowa City on Tuesday, presumably at night, although the time is TBD, and then the Nebraska game actually gets pushed to the Saturday slot that yes. the uh, Michigan game was going to be in, although that is at 6.30, not noon, like the MSU-Michigan game was going to be. So, yeah, great. Awesome to see the Hawkeyes back in the schedule. Awesome to see MSU have to play three straight road games in a six-day Span will. I'm all about the whole like oh anywhere, anytime, <laughs> any place, like not this year though. Nope, don't like that mantra yeah. at all this year. I Let's... cannot be any further from that. I hate, 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 hate what is happening right now because just like we talked yesterday, hey, you just had to go one and one against Rutgers and Ohio State, and then you'd be fine because you get Nebraska and Penn State after. Now you kind of gotta go two and one right now. Um, yeah. One and two you could talk me into, but man, th- this this three game stretch sucks.
0: Let's recap this. Michigan State has just a terrible, horrible, unfortunate loss to Purdue at home in a game they should have won a hundred times. times. Great
1: times, yep, good times.
0: COVID runs through the program. Got guys going out. Games yep. getting postponed. Mm-hmm. In total, twenty days between their game January 8th against Purdue and January 28th against Rutgers. Yep. 20 days off, followed by 28th at Rutgers, 31st of January at Ohio State, February 2nd at Iowa. You mentioned it. Three road games, six <clears> days, <throat> two against top 12 <sighs> top Ken Palm teams and top 13 teams in the country because I think that's where – Ohio State ranks in the yeah, AP poll. And yeah. the other one is Rutgers who uh he's as we a know, live dog. Yeah. A live live dog. So what went for and then you do follow it up with home Nebraska, home Penn State, which is nice.
1: It's nice. Yeah, but it's going to be too little, too late? You know, like that's that's where my mind goes. If if you bang out a yeah. one and two, or God forbid, an zero and three stretch coming up here, oh, I, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter who those next two games are against, man. Like at the end of the day, you're still two and seven in conference play if you go and three, man. Three and six if you go one and two here. Mm-hmm. It, just saying that out loud. Um, mm-hmm. I, oh boy, it's
0: yeah. um, the hairiness potential is very high. The potential for uh, things, high. the potential for the situation to get hairy, it's up there, Matt. It's going to be the opposite of your head.
1: It uh, Very. Yeah. Although,
0: you know what? No, you're, did you get a haircut? I haven't seen you.
1: Uh, yeah, I still kept some on the top though. It's okay. longer than usual, but still wow. like the, the hairline is, is still receding, um, no, that does not change, and it's only going to go even further back after. Just one game got added back to the schedule, Like that's all. It just took – this isn't like five games got per yeah, schedule. No one. One, it was just one game at Iowa City, but, man, that's that's enough to kind of change the whole landscape of what's going to go on here the next – well, not only week, but the rest of the season here, man. I mean, it's, barnacles. Uh, Excuse my language, but barnacles.
0: Aside from at Michigan, in terms of just, like, quality of opponent and location – probably Mm. the game you least wanted added back to the schedule was at Iowa course,
1: Of course, yeah. I mean, listen, like, a game against Illinois would suck to every schedule, or Wisconsin or Michigan, but, like, man, yeah, okay, great. We get to go on the road to play the National Player of the Year and uh, the rest of his team. Oh, joy, this is so much fun. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, it hurts to live well. I don't want to do it. Actually, I won't be able to do it because I won't even be able to watch that game on Tuesday, um, as I'll be on the road for seemingly six hours that day. So that's that's another thing I'm a little bummed about. But maybe I'll be happy about that actually. Yeah, I to say. Are you bummed? Is "bummed" the right word? Yeah, no. Nah, who am I kidding? I'm going to still be listening uh, on Spartan Sports Radio Network. There you go. Which is always a, a hoot and a half. Oh
0: yeah, he got it.
1: That he got ter- to, like to go that on like five straight minutes without like saying uh, a score or time left on the clock. Like it, it's <laughs> there, there's a certain charm to Spartan Sports Radio. Like I believe me, I'm not I, okay. Yeah, I'm ripping on them a little bit, but like I also do love them. Rocket watts uh, for three. Yeah, she It was really, it. like Mal- Malik Hall just shot a on two instead. Like it's, <laughs> it's it's a trip with uh, that station, but man, I, I love them. I, I really do love them.
0: I cannot say Matt's last name. St. Oh. I hear it all the. T- and I know, I know, it. I know it's, it's it's I like Mackenzie
1: macacker or whatever. Like, like I heard the name yeah. hundred thousand times. Yes, I'm like, I still I, screw it up. You
0: could tell it to me slowly, perfectly mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now, and I would be like Stengenga.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Stengenga, Stengenga. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just like I can't
1: say. It. Does not go smooth off a ton. Of no.
0: Stuff. What's um, what has more of like just a gap in like what what makes you say? Okay, what the hell's going on in this game more? Football or basketball? I, I like, other the radio calls.
1: Uh, it, It's basketball, and listen, okay. like, Jason Strayhorn is the man. I, I love him because he just, cool. like, you know, you just took a fan from a tailgate and you threw yeah. him up in the color booth. And he's also, awesome. like, Blaha does enough to fill you in uh, <laughs> for the most part. Like, basketball, dude, you, there are times in the game where it's like, are we up six or down seven right now? Like, what's happening? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I, I love I love them for
0: it. Love them. <laughs> I love and just get so frustrated by football when it's any touchdown play because.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Connor Hayward catches it in the flat.
1: Yeah. Crowds roaring, bands touchdown, playing, touchdown, MSU. <laughs> right, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Kick, the the kicking team's coming out of the field and still he's at the ten.
0: Strayhorn's just that's screaming, fine.
1: Get in there! Get in the yes. box! Get in the Come on, get the boy. That's, my, that's my son! <laughs> and there we go! He, I love Strayhorn. He, he's the man. I, I, I would love to have a beer with him.
0: Touchdown, yeah. MSU!
1: Yeah. And do you You know what, though? I, at one time, I, Blaha is... B- Forever. ...a criminally nice man, too. Like, he's oh, one yeah. of the nicest people I've ever come by in my entire life, so i got to give Daps for that. This. This is nothing other
0: than just noticing the quirks... Sure. Of the radio call. That's all it is. Of course. For both. For both. They both have have their interesting quirks, and we love them dearly. All right. That was a nice tangent. We're going to pause here and come back. I needed a tangent, Will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That that was nice. That's why we went down it. Um, I was like, wow, I could drag this out for two more minutes of Matt's misery, or we could talk about Jason Strayhorn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sports Network's greatest hits, right? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Every time it
0: cracks me up.
1: He's the best. Like his, his call, his radio calls in the uh, 2015 Ohio State game, legendary. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even know if he said a word the entire game. It was just sure. grunts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hear
0: that. Well, I, I love him. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Gabe Brown, Dane Fife, and Josh Langford, Maddie Sissoko, uh, and all that, the, the COVID yeah. situation, as Michigan State heads into records. We'll do that here in just a second. First word from Bill Bart.
1: Bill Barr had the cookies and cream one today, Will. Oh, Oh my. Oh, my, Will. Oh, my. It it, it felt criminal that I was having that before a workout. But, like, man, got me through the workout, and it was uh, mighty delicious.
0: Were you on your um, knockoff Peloton?
1: No, I just did a a bodyweight workout. Uh, Yeah, yeah. We got a little, like, live stream action that we do at work Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's very nice, yeah.
0: Fun. Well, Built Bar oh, yeah. is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they've got a new and improved formula that is even more delicious, Matt. They did it. They did don't, it well. I don't know how they did it, but Somehow, they, did it. Somehow, they did it.
1: Somehow, some way they did it.
0: Somehow, some way these crazy guys did it. And they've got 18 amazing flavors ready for you to try. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, it's delicious. Banana bread, mint brownie, toffee, almond, the list goes on. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're not just delicious on your taste buds, Matt. They are delicious on your body. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, like the peanut butter bar. 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. You're not going to beat those numbers. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski host Locked On Today. It's a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories in sports with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. As I crash my chair into my desk like a true professional, You are
1: all over the place. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Spinning. I'm just spinning. I need one of those, like... uh, so I got carpet in the office. I need one of those things, the, the chair mats that you make you roll around.
1: And a harness, yeah.
0: And a harness. And, and most of the – see, that was my hand. Mostly need a harness. Uh, okay, so let's recap the COVID situation for Michigan State.
1: Please, yeah, this is probably worth doing.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to not include Stephen Izzo and Davis Smith in this because mm-hmm. we're talking more about just, like, the playing of the games and who's going to be on the floor, (laughs) contributors. Um, We haven't heard anything other than they've recovered and everything's going well. And that's obviously the number one thing for all these guys. Uh, Mm. But beyond that for basketball things, they're just, you know, it's not relevant to the discussion. So (laughs) tough, but fair, stern, but fair. We got limited time here. Um, (laughs) So Mari Sissoko uh, is back. He has, Cleared his timeline, has recovered, has gone through his heart testing, and has begun working out with the team and going through practice and all of that good stuff. Tom Mm -hmm. said he lost some weight but has been able to start putting some uh, back on in recent, you know, like in the last week or so. So that's good to hear. Then we've got Josh Langford who will be first eligible to resume stuff tomorrow. The day of the game. I believe that's the timeline. Yeah. Yep. So that's a little bit hairier, a little bit closer. Like, okay. I mean, I think Izzo said he definitely could play, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. And I think if we do see Josh Langford, it'd probably be in a limited capacity for Wreckers. Like, maybe even for the next couple of games. Like... Same with Sissoko, like, let's ease them back in and make sure everything's okay because, you know, we've seen it for professional athletes, collegiate athletes, like, guys who get COVID and experience symptoms, like, it can really change them. It changes their endurance, their lung capacity. Uh, There's so many stories that you just hear about, like, oh, yeah, Miles Garrett, biggest freak athlete in the world, uh, got it and just never was able to fully recover in terms of, like, his endurance, Um, and you saw that when he was playing in the playoffs and was playing like 40% of the snaps because he was on the sideline exhausted. So that's something to monitor for sure uh, for those guys. And then we've got Gabe Brown is the most recent one. He will absolutely be out for this game and for the next few games uh, as he has to go through his 17-day period as well and go through the heart scan and be able to work himself back. So what we've got Mm -hmm. is... Probably limited Matty Sissoko, very likely limited Josh Langford, and no Gabe Brown, as Michigan State heads to Rutgers.
1: I think the biggest one there is a Josh Langford thing because like Sissoko was already limited mm-hmm. in, in the first place, and Gabe, like, what? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be crass here, but what what Gabe are you missing? Because you, you never just get an okay Gabe. It's either you're getting the Gabe that is lighting the world on fire, and is just a complete. Asset to the team, or he's just a guy that I don't know, just goes like oh, one for six or over five in the field. Like I don't know. Like it's that's it, tough, but it does mean that uh, a little more Malik Hall than than usual. Yep. And not to say he wasn't getting a lot of spin to begin with, but uh, his production value uh, could be even more looked at here in the next few games.
0: Yeah, Malik Hall has been apparently getting some uh, work at the wing here to sort yeah. of alleviate that. But that's something he said. Uh, he has been doing throughout the season little bits here and there, but it's a, certainly a chance you could see him more at the three, uh, considering there will be without Gabe Brown and Langford. While he, you know, normally plays the two, a little bit of a positionless thing where right. they'll just throw a few wings out there and, like, okay, we'll match up how we so choose. But you're losing two guys that play a lot of minutes for you on the wing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: no matter. Uh, no matter how you shake it, Matt. So, no. yeah, a little bit more Malik Hall. I think the biggest thing is maybe seeing Rocket Watts for 25 minutes again instead of 15. Right, has yep. become the thing. And, and honestly, you might. I think the the simplest thing in the starting lineup would probably be just the slot Rocket in for Langford. Start Hogard. You start Rocket Henry, Hauser. And then probably Kithier at the five with Bingham being his immediate spell. Um, Yeah, it certainly could be worse from like a a roster construction standpoint, right? You could have lost. Yeah, like if it
1: was Hoggleard, and you had to go back to square one of the whole point guard situation. But yeah, like the, the, the four and the two, like probably the most leeway with those two positions, right?
0: Yeah, there, there's, you know, some depth there, and it's like you mentioned, it's not like Sissoko was contributing really a ton at the center spot, we yeah. definitely have seen some flashes, and like, it's nice to see him block a couple shots, like he did against Rutgers in Nebraska, but he, you know, has played a total in the last three games, uh, 19 minutes, scored two points, grabbed three total rebounds, and, and you know, it had the f- nice four blocks between Rutgers and Nebraska, but it's it's certainly a limited contributor uh, yep. whenever he does get on the floor. So that's something where we'll see how much he can work himself back in. But, yeah, the, the immediate thing is thinning out on the wing, but I feel like there's capable players of kind of stepping up, whether yeah. it's Hall, whether it's Watts. But you really need, like, now there's just less leeway. Like, you can't have a bad Rocket game. You can't nope. have a bad Hall game. No, or you can but it's good. it's just going to be tougher to survive those things because you can't bring in a stable veteran like Langford or someone like Brown who, you know, somewhat consistently. I mean, shooting 46% from 3 this year, lower volume, but mm-hmm. has been a reliable three-point shooter for for much of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean in no way is this good news, but I'm just trying to th- claw at any shred of positivity I can I'm saying like, eh, "It could be worse with other positions on the court, but" <laughs> Yeah man. Like... It's I mean it's not a roster that really
0: uh can afford many losses.
1: <laughs> no.
0: No I'm Everything's great. Everything's so fine and perfect. <laughs> oh
1: man, especially with three games in six days. That's what you want. Just a completely uh
0: Yep. Shortened bench, shortened short roster. Yeah, Haven't played in three weeks. Hey, you know what? No, three road you, games you know what? No, 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 no,
1: no. We we were clamoring for a shortened bench here, Will, and you know what? I know. We got our like wish. This. Damn it, we got our wish. Great. Yeah, <laughs> I Lucky
0: didn't have uh, Gabe Brown or Langford being shortened out of the bench. Right. So. <sighs> That's my official statement. Just a, a deep, <laughs> exasperated sigh.
1: Yeah, that plays. That plays. All right, foot, foot, football, football time.
0: Yeah, I got, I got some football stuff. We'll yeah, do some man, positive things, go. a little positive my action <laughs> hey. here to close out today's show. But first, a word from BetOnline.ag. Got a ton of games going on. College basketball, like crazy NBA games every single night. The Super Bowl's in a couple of weeks. And if you want to get in some bets, there's only one place that has you covered, one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON, one word LOCKEDON, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus. Matt, do we have any Super Bowl props up yet for uh, for the old fine folks at uh, betonline.ag?
1: I'm sure there are props, but, Will, I'm so sorry. I'm actually honed in on one of my favorite. Oh. It's not a prop, but this is one of my favorite niche bets to do in a Tom Brady Super Bowl. It's over 16.5 points in the second quarter. Over time, that has been one of the most profitable bets Really, um, in Super Bowls. is Well, obviously the Patriots. Remember, the Patriots were in the Super Bowl. But I've carried that over. With Tom Brady, did not in a championship weekend last weekend. That paid off. Uh, yes, over 16.5 of the second quarter is one that always kind of tickles my fancy. Uh, the odds on that are minus 135, but that's that's worth it. O- over 16.5 in the second quarter. I am with it.
0: I yeah. love that yeah. bet. I'm going to lock that in right now. And if you want to lock it in, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcast. Matt. Well. Michigan State football had a loss on
1: Tuesday. They
0: lost somebody. Not like to death or anything like that
1: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say should we like be playing, no, be playing no, taps no, no, right no. now or no <laughs> um know.
0: on campus recruiting coordinator tessa acres uh took the director of recruiting job at arkansas state and i don't know about you but my reaction to this kind of was something along the lines of I don't really remember this happening that much in the past. In oh, terms God. Of,
1: no. I, I, my mind didn't go there, but, yeah, now that you say it, no, 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 no.
0: And it's, no. yeah, it's not just that we didn't hear about it or anything like that. It's like we didn't even know who these people were. Yeah,
1: That's a great point, right?
0: And so, yeah, i just kind of been thinking about it. I'm like, you know, it's like we're seeing different things on social media for the whatever – director of player engagement, Darian Harris or on-campus recruiting coordinators or director mm-hmm. of recruiting or uh, player personnel director, like whatever, like all these different sort of support staff positions. We're just seeing them a lot more. And I think that matters. I think that's a good thing. And I think when, when you have a program that is doing stuff that is sort of innovative or notable like Michigan State's had among the best rises in engagement on social media from last year to this year. We all know the work the graphics people have done, the video department, recruiting, like all that stuff sort of comes from the same place is the effort to brand the program, the effort to market the program, the effort to put faces on the program in terms of like they're recruiting people and stuff like that. Like it's all that, like that stuff I think really matters and makes a difference. And when you have somebody leave and take a job at a different school for a promotion, right? Like Akers mm-hmm. is going from an on-campus recruiting coordinator to the director of recruiting at Arkansas state. Like, yeah, it's the Sun Belt, but it's still, a really good program and to be running their recruiting department. When a school looks to your place and says, yep, we want some of what you've done at Michigan State. We want you to bring it here. I think that's a really positive thing for the program. It's a little bit like when when a player leaves after three years to go to the draft and to be a second, third-round pick or whatever. Like when a player Mm -hmm. leaves early, like, yeah, in the short term, maybe this hurts. But long term – you want to be a college football program that is sending players to the draft early. And I think you want to be a college football program that has um, support staff people, p- personnel people, assistant coaches that are in demand from other programs. Like, I think that's a good thing.
1: Definitely. And like the other thing that stuck out to me, too, is, yeah, you, know, you see the news flash across Twitter. And it's like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Hey, but good for her. But also, my immediate first thought was, well, I mean, we'll probably be in good hands because, uh, you know, just like you were saying earlier, like, we didn't know anyone that was really in this department before, but now, like, if, if you're on the Twitter streets, if you will, like, mm-hmm. these are all pretty active people, and they could pluck someone just from the department and either slide them up, or, yeah, I guess if you want to go out and grab someone else, but, yeah, like, there's no shortage of, of talent as far as the GAs or the, the side staff, if you will, not the main football coaches that go out of their way to recruit every day, so... Yeah, it's, it's just, a yeah. tremendously healthy place uh, for, for the program to be in as far as, like, the whole recruiting department goes.
0: Yeah, it, that's a that's a good way to put it. It just seems like, hey, this seems like a competent organization. Like
1: it, we, that's a good way to like, put it, yeah.
0: I feel, and not that they weren't incompetent previously. We just didn't really know, and it, we don't know how much of an effort was put into things like that. Mm-hmm. But now we can look at it and I think pretty easily say, like, yeah, it, like, People are going to poach their lower level people to fill jobs. Just like, honestly, um, Mel did with, oh, I forget her actual title, but Lisa Ben Chame, I think is how you say her name. Mm-hmm. She's like the lead on campus person. Like yeah. she was a little bit lower level at Arizona State and Arizona State was doing a ton of really cool things in recruiting and doing a great job in the way they're branding and marketing their program and how it was paying off in recruiting. And Mel was like, hey, I'm going to take that person, put her in charge, Uh, here at Michigan State. I think it's just like that. And it's a sign of a healthy organization. And we don't really think of college football programs like organizationally, like, you know, the program, the organization, whatever. It's like, for some reason, we just don't think about the support staff and, like, the dozens, hundreds of employees that go into, like, making a program work. But they're really important. And I think having them leave... For better jobs because of the work that's being done at Michigan State is only a good thing for the program. And I trust like, yeah, I think they'll do a fine job filling that spot and bring in someone else that'll just continue chugging along with all the really cool forward thinking stuff they're doing in that department.
1: Well, and the most important part of this whole thing, too, is uh, did MSU win this trade with Tessa Akers for Jarrett Horst? <laughs> that is, yes. The uh, Not to we be were, the 80th guy that brought up that joke, but.
0: <laughs> we were making the joke. Uh, we traded Tessa Akers for Jarrett Horst. You know, I think both sides can feel pretty good about it. Sure, yeah, you that's, know, that's, Horst that's was, fair. Horst's agent had said he wanted to get out of there and had a few, mm-hmm. you know, he was going to waive yeah. his no trade clause And Akers, you know. <laughs> she's from the South, I think. Yeah, couldn't <laughs> wait to get back to the sprawling coastline um, of Arkansas State. Yeah, so, yeah, good trade. Good trade for both sides. But Yeah, there we go, guys. Not to compare Michigan State to Alabama because I'm not saying they're on that level at all, but I always like to bring up Alabama as just like the gold standard, and it's really important to remember. Keep remembering, Mel Tucker is a Saban guy. He is that part is. of the Saban tree he is a Sabin guy, and if there's one thing that's constant at a place like Alabama, it's turnover. People are always leaving for better jobs, and it's just such a machine that you plug in a new part and you keep on churning. That is what you hope Michigan State can get to in terms of just, like, organizational competence.
1: Yeah, well said. Yes. Thanks. you go.
0: All right, that's going to do it for us here. I'm locked on Spartans. We'll be back tomorrow with a full preview of your Michigan State Spartans taking on the Rutgers
1: Scarlet Knights. And possibly Fade Friday on a Thursday?
0: Probably Fade Friday and a Thursday because on Friday we're going to recap that game and then preview the Ohio State game. So we'll probably do Fade Friday on a Thursday. Yeah. I think that makes the most sense. I,
1: I think so, too. Yeah, we, we got to get that in. So, And, hey, we get to uh, make our picture of the Rutgers game. So how fun is that?
0: How fun is that? All right, that's going to do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. met.
1: What do you got? Wednesday, January 27th. Well, this is just a little fact for you, some stats. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies rookie Jaron Jackson Jr., a Michigan State product, averaged 13.8 points per game and 4.7 rebounds per game during the 2018-19 NBA season. Okay, that, that's a fact where it's like, oh, God, Johnson, we're almost over with the calendar. You, you forgot January 27th, though. Go look something up. Look something up really quick. And that's just what they wrote down. But, hey. Shout out to uh, Jerry Jackson one, one time for him. All right, guys. Go Green.